This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Merry Christmas! Hi, this is Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for watching and listening. Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Chris. No, God, please, no, no! I know, I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude. Extremely rude. Good evening, everybody. How the devil are we? 
the last few uh, days of 2022 uh, before we get into 2023. Good God, where are these years going by? Um, Jordi is in. Good afternoon, Jordi. Tune for life. And David is in as well. Good evening, David. How are you? And I didn't know this until you've just told me this, Jordi, until you just posted it then. Uh, I've just gone onto the BBC website. And, yeah, RIP, RIP to, uh, to Pele. Um, he died at the age of 82. I'm guessing it is uh, breaking news. Well, it is breaking news. Um, look, I'm old enough to remember Pele. Um, for me, he was the greatest you can have your maradonas you can have your messies you can have your ronaldos i'm not gonna lie pelly to me he, he my my first memories of pelly were the 1970 world cup and um we got them they were in our group and we got them uh uh to play and we still had most of our 66 team together. And the, they were playing against Brazil. Brazil and Pele had established himself breaking through at the previous World Cup where we won it. And the, the match between probably the greatest forward at the time, and he was, I mean, he was the greatest player of his generation, and the greatest defender which I think there probably was at the time as well, Bobby Moore. And there's a picture, and you've probably all seen it, of them after the match where they're just... I mean, Brazil won it 1-0, but it was an amazing game. Bobby Moore had a fantastic game. Uh, and and Pelly conducting himself like a gentleman. Yes, I know he did go on to uh, to sponsor the old blue pill, but... Um, we could all do with that at times, but to me, he knew how to behave, he knew how to he could perform and he accepted as a role model. He had certain, um, just, just sticking something down, certain standards to, 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 to achieve, and he did. I mean, like I say, he, he you know, he, he would never cheat like Madonna, um. He, he would never moan and complain that we know of, like Ronaldo. Although who knows if Piers Morgan was around then? Who knows what might have? But no, joking apart, to me, take your Maradonas. I'm going to quote Brian Clough here. Take your Maradonas, your Ronaldos, your Messes, put them into black bin bags, wrap the top up, and stick them in a bin because they none of them will work. Could hold a candle to Pele. When he was at his peak, R.I.P. Pelly. I hope uh, I hope you're playing a few games up there and uh, cheering them angels up. You will be missed, but your memories will go on forever. So, uh, and obviously, our condolences go out to all his friends and family. Um, I say so. Evening, Jordi. About a bit of a not intending to start off with with bad news. Like I say, I literally 
only knew when, when you when, when you put that in. Uh, David is in. Good evening. Luke is in. Uh, rest in peace, Pelly. Indeed. Static. How the devil are you, sir? Not seen you for a while. Well done. Uh, tell you what, I would love it, love it if Arsenal went on and won the Premier League title. I really, really would. Not only would it shut a few Arsenal fans up, but it would it would break the monotony. It'd be somebody different. You've not done it for a while. You're stuck with Arteta. You're doing great. And can you imagine Arsenal first, Newcastle second, or the other way around, to be honest with you. But well done, mate. Well done to Arsenal. Um, you are doing very well. And as you say there, yep, yeah, R.I.P. Pelly. Geordie, yes, I remember Pelly well. I agree, Pelly was the greatest. Look. You know, I'm of an age, and I'm presuming you must be of a similar sort of age to me, Geordie, when we knew Pelly. A lot of the youngsters who have grown up with sort of Maradona, um, Messi, Ronaldo, wouldn't even know, have seen Pelly, possibly on a YouTube video. So to them, yeah. But but for me, yeah, well, I've said it, I've said it, and I can't keep saying it. He, 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 he was the greatest. Um a very sombre of moment of uh, moment, the all-time great Pelly gone, but never forgotten. He won't be, he won't be. And I, I please, if anybody hasn't seen it, go and um, go and have a look at that England Brazil game from the 1970 World Cup in Mexico, and just have a look at him and uh, uh, and Gordon Banks, the Leicester City goalkeeper in goal, and the save that he made from Belly, Pelly's header. Pelly went round to. To celebrate, I thought it had gone in and somehow Gordon Banks got his hand to it. Um, no diving, no cheating, no hands. Uh, football hard and not so fair at times. He got kicked off the park, um, but he did. He did. And you know what? He never retaliated, did he? Geordie, well, yeah, 64. Wow. Congrats, mate. I mean, that, that makes you about 12 years older than me, doesn't it? Moving on. Jade is in. Good evening, Jade. How are you? I've uh, not seen you for a while. Hello, Christian. I see you just recovered. Oh, you've not. Oh, I know so, so many people that have had it. Jade, uh, let... <laughs> as part of the virus is going around and the colds, and, and, and we, 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 we um, had a few family members that we couldn't see at Christmas because they, well, we saw them, but they went home at Christmas. Um, they um it's diarrhea part of it because i have had that if i disappear very quickly for a moment i'll tell you that is why you know how when you when you bleed in a radiator when you turn it and all that black yeah it's a bit like that it's a bit like that anyway glad to say that uh, next week is diarrhea awareness week indeed it is <laughs> it runs all week yeah no, that was a shit joke wasn't it anyway jade i hope you're well i hope you're feeling better um and uh as as david said there um uh, geordie says move on david says uh i'm 65 oh i i attract the youngsters i attract the youngsters don't i um, uh, BLE reviews football. Hello, sir. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Uh, and Marcus is in as well. I was just look, watching um, John Sinclair's, and I've got to be honest with you, mate. If Newcastle turn up against uh, 
at Leeds the way they did against us. I feel I do feel sorry. I do feel sorry for uh, for Leeds. Anyway, as Geordie says, move on. Yes. At least, at least if we lose to Liverpool on <laughs> Friday, we can go out New Year's Eve and get pissed. So got a show coming up at nine o'clock, doing it with Doug, joint channel one. Um <laughs> Johnny Vegas. <laughs> I'm I'm fatter than he is, mate. I'm fatty. Uh hi all. Hope everyone is okay or as good as they can be. Indeed, Scott, this lurgy that's going round. Fly there. Um lurgy that's going round. I think there's a, the, the dropping dropping light flies, as they say. Look, let me know what you think about this show because it's a it's a new show. I haven't done it before. And usually I do this for sort of the first 20 minutes of the preview show. But then basically we haven't got a long time then to speak to guests and what have you. And I want to try and expand the preview show that we involve the guests more. Maybe do a joint 11. Um, and But we, 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 we move on. Um, <laughs> Mr. Magic the Flycatcher. <laughs> no flies on you. No, uh, I've got buttons at the moment. Oh, God. Hate buttons. Give me a zip anytime. So much quicker, uh, but occasionally more painful. So, yeah, so with the preview shows, um, I'm doing one after nine o'clock with Doug, a joint one on both channels. But normally with preview shows, we'll be expanding that. And I'm thinking about doing a separate show just about the stats for the game. So please let me know your thoughts on it. Because if, it, if it's if you don't think it's very good or, or you're not wanting me to do it again, then I can go back and stick it back into part of the show for uh, the preview. But oh, let's get on with it, shall we? And let's have a look at um, Leicester City playing Liverpool. The Premier League is back and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. Yes, on the day, not only that the, the, the Pelly passed, but apparently we're offering Soyuncu an extended contract. Um, I mean, that's all gone a little bit. <laughs> what the fuck's going on there? Uh, but apparently he's set to turn it down. I think he would want to move to Atletico Madrid. And let's be honest with you, who wouldn't? Right, so let's get to the stats. We are playing Liverpool at Anfield, 8 o'clock tomorrow evening. Again, if you can't be there, be square, but be round, because you can come in and watch the live watch along. Again, a joint presentation between Leicester Till I Die and the Dugout Football Channel. Um, <laughs> indeed, Andrew, Gordon Banks, indeed, David, and Scott says, can we just give them the three points now? Save the embarrassment. 12 months ago, 12 months ago, we beat them 1-0. One, uh, one and Hamza Chowdhury walked off that pitch with Brendan Rodgers blowing smoke up his arse. And we never saw him again. You tell me. You tell me. So, anyway, here we go. Let's get into this. Here is the, the tables, or how it stands at the moment. So... You've got to say Liverpool aren't having their best of starts to the season. Uh, they're sat in sixth um, with 25 points. Um, we are sat in 13th, as you can see there, uh, with 17 points. But the recent form, we're as good as they are. We've lost two in five. They've lost two in five. 
And if you look at the form table, which is the table on the bottom of those two, Leicester are actually above Leeds in the uh, Liverpool, sorry, in the forms tail. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, we did indeed. Yeah, we beat Newcastle. We did. Nate, welcome along, mate. Hope you are well and welcome, Andrew, as well. Yeah, so we're actually above Liverpool in the form table. And as I said, I honestly think one the World Cup, I mean, taking aside that we know it's the wrong time of year, blah, 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 but it did come at the wrong time for us because we just hit that form again. We had just literally got getting clean sheets. Danny Ward was the joint top clean sheet goalie of the Premier League. And then the World Cup comes along and kicks us between the uh, proverbials. So um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't hold out much hope. <laughs> I really, really don't. Although with my predictions, which come up later, uh, I don't, don't start predicting yet because it'll disappear up the chat. But we'll do predictions at the end. Uh, I've got to go for Leicester. But to be honest with you, I, I, can't, I can't see it. I mean, that was a dire performance. It really was against Newcastle and yeah, it, it was like stepping back in time and that's what we have under Rogers at the moment we don't seem to have that consistency I thought we we're about to get it like I say it wasn't his fault the World Cup came along but coming back to Newcastle and coming back to Liverpool it was always going to be a big ask two big teams to come back to uh, and Newcastle are a big team this season whatever we say they are where they des where they are on merit, and you know they absolutely blow us away. And everybody was going, yeah, you know, in the second half it was better, and all the they took their foot off the gas in the second half. They really did. They were three nil up, and they just let us wear ourselves out. Um, I've never seen people leaving at half time. To be honest with you, Andrew, I think if it hadn't been this time of year, I don't think you would have done. I think it was purely the fact that it was this time of year uh, and people thought, sod this, it's cold, I'm going home. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that, that I mean, I don't blame them, to be honest with you. Uh, I was watching it on the TV and obviously doing a watch along and it was awful. If we play like that against Liverpool, we are going to get our arses spanked. We really, really are. But... This doesn't make good reading. I'm afraid this is probably the wrong show to start doing a, a stat show for because we haven't got a good history against Liverpool. We played them 32 times in the Premier League in its current form. So this doesn't include sort of first divisions or anything like that. Cups. This is the Premier League. Uh, we've played them 32 times. They've won 17. We have won nine. Um, kind of says it all. We've had six draws. Uh, home, they have won 10 of those at home, and we've won three of our nine away. Yeah, it gets worse the more I say it, doesn't it, really? Um, this we know they're a strong team, we know, like I say, they're in sixth place, but you know, they, they are a very strong side. They've just signed Gapco, is it? Gapo or Gapo or whatever he's called. Uh, I misread it on yesterday's show and thought that we'd actually gone in for him. But apparently, according to according to the uh, Mercury tonight, we were we'd been in for Jude Bellingham before he went off to uh, to Dortmund. That <laughs> could have been interesting. Um, we, we we do have consistency, Chris. We are either consistently crap or consistently okay at best. <laughs> oh. 
Joy being a Leicester fan, eh? So there you go. 17 wins, 10 at home for Liverpool. It's kind of kind of looking looking set up for them, really, isn't it? Now that I don't usually I usually just include last season's games, but uh because we'd won the one before, I thought I'd include that as well. Um, so we actually in our last meeting at Liverpool, we lost 2 0 to them, which was in February. We beat them 1 0 at Filbert Street. Um, and Hamza Chowdhury was playing in a defensive role. And yeah, I know Salah missed a penalty. Um, he did a Harry Kane on the rebound, uh, but Ch Chowdhury, Chowdhury did do very well. Um, Came off. Do you remember him coming off the pitch? The picture, uh, and uh, Brendan Rodgers is like pointing at him. He's so proud. Then we just never saw him again. I don't get Brendan Rodgers. Uh, but we had beaten them one nil, like you say, uh, at the King Power there in on the twenty eighth of December. Um, <laughs> having said that, they have just knocked us out of the Caribou Cup, haven't they? Uh, so um, <laughs> it was all well. We should have won that game, let's be honest with you. It went to penalties. Typical Leicester at the time. You know, we, we ne we're never allowed to have dogs because we can't hold on to leads. It's as simple as that. Um, but going into this game, let us have a look at our form compared to Liverpool's. So, Liverpool, uh, the last five games, I mean, started off really badly there because, as you can see, they lost to Nottingham Forest. And they lost to Leeds. And David, keep that thought there because I'm fully enough coming up to, 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 to Kieran later. Um, yeah, losing to Nottingham Forest, losing to Leeds. I mean, wow. Uh, I think we played uh, Everton after that. And I did say I would have liked to have played uh, against um, uh, Liverpool at that point. Um, they then managed, they managed to beat Spurs, who were having a up and down season. Uh, they beat Southampton. Seems like everybody does except Leicester, doesn't it? Uh, and it looks like they're going to be. Well, I think they're going down this season. I really do. It's one of the one of my few predictions from earlier in the season that is actually looking good. And then they say they 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 beat Aston Villa three one. Ourselves, well, we put Wolves to the sword, didn't we? Four nil. Uh, we, and I can I say I keep saying we lost only one nil to Man City. It was a great, great defensive game. But could you have seen us scoring in that game? You never know. I mean, it was a good free kick that finally beat us. Uh, we beat Everton two nil. We beat West Ham two nil. Two good wins for us there. The teams that had beaten us last season. We we're on that good run. I said we just lost the one, and it was to Man City. Uh, and then we had Newcastle. Yes. Ah, you never know, though. Fingers crossed. Uh, David says, my concern with that Newcastle game was we looked so off the pace. Uh, KDH tried, but he was looked a shadow of his best. Unless we blame tactics, which I don't, it's like they all decided not to give a... He said, I'm sorry for me, and I'm just, we'll just very quickly go back to that. I don't want to really sort of dwell on it too much, but I said the other day, a manager, if you've got that manager sign on your door, that's where the book stops. You know, I've been a manager in, in, in sales departments before. The book stopped with me. If we had a bad month, I was the one that had to go in and explain why. 
I was the one that was sat there for an hour explaining why this hadn't happened and why we hadn't done that and why sales were down. It's the joy of being a manager. No matter how bad, and I could turn around and say, well, this tea, this player wasn't particularly, you know, doing well, or in my case, you know, this guy wasn't really stepping up to the mark when it came to the sales. But, well, then why aren't you sorting him out? What, why isn't he? You know, he, he, he's, he's been good up until now. What What's he done? Have you spoken to him? So, you know, that's what Brendan should be doing. And maybe it just happens. And, and again, sometimes I'm thinking like, well, maybe the department that he's on, the section he's on, isn't for him. You know, he's covering personal ads. Maybe he'd better be off with trades because he's a bloke, you know. I'm not being sexist there. I'm just being realistic. Um, but Brendan needs to do that. He needs to look at people and go like, is that the right place to be playing that player? Is that a round peg in a square hole? Newcastle fan said to me earlier, he said, you don't have a plan B. Oh, sometimes, mate, we didn't. I said to him, we don't always have a plan A. Uh, but Brendan had the chance at half time to change things around. What did he do? He brought Vardy on for Dakar. And to be totally honest with you, I didn't even know Vardy was on. Everybody says, oh, Vardy made such a difference. Did he? Did he really? All right, he stretched them a little bit. But by then, they'd taken their foot off the gas for that second half. And then he waited till the 70th minute to make any more changes. And on, on, on with about three minutes to go, 3-0 down, he brings on a defensive midfielder. Takes off a defensive midfielder, brings on a defensive midfielder, obviously deciding, well, you know, we're only 3-0 down here, let's hold on to that. Uh, Terry, more evening, Chris. Good evening, Terry. How the devil are you? Uh, are you looking forward to the new year, footy-wise or general-wise? <laughs> if it's general-wise, yes, I am, because... I might actually be doing a breakfast show. I don't know whether it will come off or not yet, but I might be doing a, a radio show, doing the breakfast show at Monday to Friday in the mornings, um, uh, standing in for somebody. Um, if that comes off, I will be very, very happy. Uh, if it does come off, it means that I'll probably be doing less on here um, because obviously there's a lot to prepare for, for, for the uh, radio show. But just watch this space and we'll see what happens. But um, I could be the new, new the new hairy cornflake. Uh, I'd like to see Brendan change things, formation and starting, uh, starting shake-up, 3-5-2. I don't know if you've got the players. If it's a 3-5-2, if we've got to have Vestergaard in there, I'm not sure. Rico is in, yeah, RIP Pelly um, was... Um, was eight year old in '66, which I'd seen him play at Goodison Park. I know, I know. Uh, also, what is happening with all Brighton? Hardly any games yet. Our vice captain, vice captain's very much sort of a a nominal role, isn't it? Really, you know. Um, he may start tomorrow. We've got nobody on the right apart from Perez, and I'm about to sneeze, so do excuse me. Oh. Oh, I do apologise. I do apologise. I won't be able to do that if I'm doing a breakfast show on the radio, will I? Watch this space for that. But uh, I think it is totally just... Uh, uh, it was like a gift to him to, to keep him on side. Um, yeah, Mike, thank you very much. I'm not too bad. Um, like I say, it's just the old... Um, the old... Uh, <laughs> Tap water running a lot at the moment, or radiator, whichever you want to say. Anyway, those are the five games. But this is Leicester's form this season, home and away. 
We played 16 games. We've won five, drawn two, lost nine. Uh, home form uh, of those eight, we've only won two, but we've drawn two. The away form, three and uh, wins and no draws. Five losses away, four losses at home. So we can't even say um, we can't even say that you know. <laughs> Our home form is better than our away form, or our away form is better than our home form. It's just not good either side at the moment. We need we need another run uh, like like we did uh, before the World Cup uh, started. The problem is I don't honestly believe that we're going to get that run until the new year. We've got Fulham, then we've got Gillingham, then we've got Forest. Fingers crossed that that is when it will start to happen. Uh, indeed, he was brought on to collect his playing appearance. Probably, probably. Um, right. So let's um, let's have a look. So this is where we score our goals at the moment. So this is sort of taking the sixteen games we played. Twenty um, percent of our goals come in the first ten minutes. Wow. Uh, it's, it's, it, we've scored more goals in those first ten minutes than at any other time. It's also one of our highest times to concede goals. 14% conceded in that first 10 minutes. But what, what worries me there as I look at it is if you look at the goals conceded, which is the bottom uh, the bottom set of graphics, uh, from 61 minutes to 90 minutes, we are conceding 18%, 14%, and 18%. What is happening in those last 60 minutes? Well, what normally happens on 60 minutes, Brendan makes his substitutions. So, again, are we saying that Brendan isn't very good tactically? <laughs> it's been said a few times, hasn't it? But, yeah, I mean, look at that. I mean, you know, 36 for 50% of our goals, 50% of our goals, if I've added that up right, come in the last 30 minutes. I mean, he didn't make any changes on the 60th minute against Newcastle. He waited till the 70th because we were 3-0 down and he, he wanted to hold on to that. Um, but 50% of our goals, that is frightening. That is, for me, totally unacceptable. And I know the, these figures are going to be a little bit out of sync because of the Brighton, Arsenal and Spurs games, but... You know, it, 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 it is what it is. And 50% of goals in the last half an hour is it, totally, totally embarrassing. It really is. Um, how many shots per match do you think we make? Well, I'll tell you. How many shots do we make, Chris? Let me tell you. We actually make 12.19 shots on average per match in the Premier League. Just remember, this is only the Premier League we're talking about here. Uh 5.25 of those are on target and 6.94 on average per match are off target. 12 shots a match, is that good enough for a Premier League team? We haven't got a decent striker at the moment. Daka isn't, unfortunately, um, hitting form. Um, indeed, Rene, yes, completely agree, mate. Uh, it, you know, Daka's not really hitting the form at the moment. Um, Vardy, 
If it wasn't for if he wasn't Vardy, we would all be going mad because of his scoring rate. But at least he did stretch the defence a little bit. In Acho, I'm surprised he hasn't been knocking on Brendan's door saying, right, let me go, I'm off. Bye. I really don't. Um, but look, you know, we know, as I said the other day, I was I was on Lee Chappie's chat earlier in the chat on his show, and he um he was saying Can't we? Why don't we play the two up front? Inacho can't play on his own. We know that. Why can't we play two up front? When it when that happened, when he had to play two up front, and it was it came very very luckily uh, for Brendan. He, he, you know he, he had to play that formation because of our injury crisis. Inacho top goal scorer that month, and yet Brendan. I, I mean, I thought. Nigel Pearson was going to be the most stubborn manager we ever had at the club. Brendan, he outstubbins him. You know, I don't know. I don't know. About, I don't know about that reporter, but I think Brendan is the ostrich at the club at the moment because he sticks his head in the sand and goes, "Oh, I'm not pretending that didn't happen because I don't play that way." Well, it happened, and it, it happens that it was better than the way you play, mate. So anyway, don't get me on an anti-Brendan. I'm, I'm an anti-Brendan at the moment. You know me, I'm up and down like a horse knickers when it comes to Brendan Rodgers. Um, <laughs> these are our and Liverpool's match statistics. Uh, we've They've had seven wins. We've had five wins. Um, four draws to our two and four lost to our nine. Um, goal scored, 31 scored, 25 we've scored. But let's be honest with you, uh, we know we don't have it. You know, although I was saying that about the, um, the scoring, thankfully, you know, we've had the likes of uh, um, uh, Barnes and Madison coming in and contributing to the uh, the goals. We've got Madison obviously at the moment. Uh, and what is going on with Madison? You know, our doctors declared him fit. I. England declared him fit. He went over. He wasn't fit for the first two games. He, he's got to have been reasonably fit because he was on the bench for the last two games and three games, whatever it was. Um, no, two games, which was just the two non-group games. And he didn't play, so he couldn't have injured himself again, but apparently he has. I don't know. Um, Vardy isn't the same player age seems to be. Well, yes, we know that he has he has getting older, which is why he's, he's not playing 90 minutes game after game. Uh, Scott says there we can't play too up front as Brendan doesn't like it in his setup and build-up play. Oh, but it worked for us, didn't it, Scott? That's the thing. Uh, Mike says, definitely another three points tomorrow if we turn up. BR has, got, has to get it right for our visit to Anfield. We can beat these. If we were at it, come on, City, but without matters, hmm, well, you'll see some figures later. Um, they are beatable, Liverpool. 100% they are beatable. You know, look look, look at the um, Nottingham Forest. Look at the Leeds results. <sighs> David says, uh, to be honest, Barnes is too hot and cold, so I couldn't care less if uh, he stretches the pitch. In our 4-3-3 formation, he's more of a liability than a plus. So take him out and start to walk front. 
you've just got to try so you can't keep players in just because you think they're going to have a good game every now and again when you know another option works in Acho, he's not an out and out strike you know his off the ball play is really good and his dribbling and and and, and Ball play when he's got the ball is really, really good, but he can't play as a lone striker. Um, Luke says, Yes, Liverpool are beatable. Well, you know, you did it, Luke. You did it. Um, so let's have a look. This is Leicester City's player stats most appearances, 16 games we've played. Kieran Dewsbury Hall's played every one of them, apparently. I thought he'd missed one, but still. This, this though, may include um, cup matches, so bear, bear with us on this one. Danny Ward, we know he's played them all, 16. Jemmy Vardy, 16. And Yuri Tillerman, 16. So those four have started every single game for us. Um, Pat Sendaka, 15. Um, he has come on on a lot of games, obviously, and he's played in the Cups as well. Timothy Castagna, 15. Harvey Lewis-Barnes, giving him his full Sunday name, 14. And James Justin, 14. Um, but Madison has got the most cards. Um, and Madison isn't... No, he, did, he didn't play for a while, did he, in fairness? Madison has got the most cards. Samare has got three, which I kind of get because he's the uh, he's almost like the enforcer. So I would expect him to be up there. Daka two. Daka Daka two. Um, Indeedy two. I think one of those, of course, was a red. Phase one. Tielemans one. Vardy one. Pratt one. What are your thoughts on Phase, guys? Because I wasn't impressed with him against Newcastle. For me, he was at fault for two of the goals. Not, not necessarily directly, but in the first goal... He played a very poor pass to Samari, I believe it was, who was being marked by two Newcastle players. So he had to, uh, he lost out. The ball went forward. Uh, Amarty, did he have to put his foot in? It's instinctive as a defender, I guess, isn't it? Um, and, and he missed it. But had had Faze not played that ball, second one, I mean, Almiron, what a goal. What a player, what a goal. Credit where credit is due to that guy. It was a great goal. Reminding me a little bit of Maradona's second goal against England in, in Argentina at the World Cup, where he went past about three or four players. Nobody, including Face, put their put their foot in. Um, and, you know, he, he took advantage. Uh, six, so let me know what you think about Face. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's been brilliant over, I'm just saying on this one game. Uh, gives a 65 years a fan at Dakar, just not good enough. It's what I'm, I'm you know, when, when you come to things, look at Soyuncu. We bought him, he had 12 months in the sidelines before he even sniffed the first team, and then he, you know, he had one or two uh substitutes appearances. And that when he came on, he was brilliant. Now, Dakar's come over, some players take to our league like a duck to water, and was. Much as I hate him, Fafana did do that. Daka hasn't. And maybe we maybe we should have bought that type of player a year before when Jamie still had um you know some form in him. Because now now he is not hitting the form and we know it's not really giving 
Daka a chance to bed in. So I think maybe we, we missed the boat with, uh, not Daka himself, but with Vardy's replacement. We should have had him in a, a year earlier. Uh, hey, but hindsight's a, a, a brilliant thing. I mean, you know, I, 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 do, I do use hindsight quite a lot, but it is costing me a fortune in, uh, in baked beans. And I should stop pouring them in my eyes because that's all I can see is hindsight. Thank you. I'm here all night. Um, <laughs> Luke says, uh, Faze, the first goal was definitely his fault. He should have just booted the ball. Then the goal doesn't happen. Uh, my thought, exactly. Why Why pass it to a player that you can see? Because Samari probably couldn't see what was behind him. And yes, he should have looked maybe, but... You know, phase is facing him. You can see those two Newcastle players coming in. Uh, Mike, got to be 4-3-3. Last defeat, just a blip. What do we reckon, guys? I mean, that's his favourite favoured formation. It probably is going to be 4-3-3 again because he won't drop players um, like Barnes if they're available. Um, David says, Chris, for me, no one in that Newcastle game gets a pass. So, so off what FaZe has done pretty much since he first joined. I'm willing to give him benefit of the doubt. In this one game, he was very poor. Yeah, I'm not... Everybody says, well, he's been good since he came here. Yes, he's been fucking brilliant since he came here. But the thing is, in that game, he wasn't. Uh, then again, who was? You know, uh, we, we couldn't... Uh, we could. <laughs> thank you, Luke. Thank you. We couldn't... Um, <laughs> We, we, we couldn't pass win, could we? Let's be honest with you. Um, just a, a reminder there that if you do want to see all the stats pre and post match, get over to our website, lestertillidie.com forward slash match. Lestertillidie.com forward slash match. It has all the match details pre, during, and after the game, all the stats there. And if you are new, please subscribe. Um, I'm sneaking up slowly. I got to my target for Christmas, so thank everybody very much. But if you are new, please subscribe. And if you are a subscriber, please click that like button. It gets the channel seen in place to help when it does come to growing the channel. Um, now then, top scorers. James Madison on seven. We are going to miss him, aren't we, guys? Especially because he also tops the most assists as well, with four. Um, Barnes has got six goals, Tillemans three, Dakar three, and this is definitely including uh, the cup games. Uh, and as you can see, the rest there with one, including Vardy and Inacho. Um, if you can think, you know, our well, one of our three strikers, and that's all we've got in fairness, is actually. Uh, fourth in the table is a bit worrying, but at least the goals are coming from somewhere else. Assists, let's say Madison four, Vardy four, Daka two, Castagna two, Jewsbury Hall two, um, Perez one as well, and Tielemans just the one as well at the bottom there. Um, and that's all I, say. I don't, you know, the other players, if we're not scoring goals, it's good. And scoring goals doesn't seem to have been our problem, it does obviously concede them. Uh, Terry says, FaZe didn't help, but Samari didn't deal with the attackers and left Amari to carry the can. But how can you when you've got two people coming down on you? Um, I can't I can't blame Samari. In my opinion, in your opinion, Terry, and I respect it. 
Uh, how come you can't get headache tablets in the jungle? The parrot set them all. Mm. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Oh, yes, Mike. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. I love the fact that you explained it at the end. Um, these are just comparisons for us and Liverpool. Uh, goals, uh, Firmino 7, Madison 7, Salah 7. Um, assists, Robertson top there with 5. Uh, most passes um, is Virgil van Dijk, Yori Tillemans and Gomez. Uh, most tackles, fully enough. We've got all of them. We've got Yuri Tielemans, Timothy Castagna, and Sumare in there. So um, there we go. And then this one, and bear with me because these are all these are all new to me. These are the missing players. Um, Doug didn't think that this many were out, but I don't know, you know, who he counts as, as main players. But Arthur is out. Diaz is out. Apparently, Jota is out. Firmino is out. Curtis Jones, I think, has now been said that he is out. And Milner and Canate are doubtful. But again, I may have read that Canate is actually um, going to be uh, possibly playing. For us, Justin, Pierre, Pratt, Madison and Evans. Uh, Bertrand, I don't really... Don't really count him, just pay him off and get him out of the club, to be honest with you. All we're doing is paying for his medical bills. Um, you know, Donny Evans, I mean, he's 35. He, he plays two games, he gets injured, and he's off for another six games. Comes back, play, oh, we're talking about offering him in another contract. Keep him, keep him, put him with the, with, you know, End this playing. Don't give him a new contract. We'll give him a contract to play, you know, teach the kids to do something, you know, help him to get his badges. And I know somebody said, oh, he can't just go straight to being a coach. I know you fucking can't. But what you can do is you can learn the game while he is at Leicester, and we can help him do that. And let's use his experience, shall we? Um, now then, what I thought I'd do is where some of the battles may go on in this game. I think one of the main battles is going to be uh, midfield. You've got um, erstwhile, sometimes England captain, up against uh, the Belgian uh, strike player, of course, Yuri Tillemans. So I thought I would compare them both, and it made some very interesting uh, details here. Uh, I know Henderson has played three games less than Tillemans, but... Tielemans has had 1,100 touches to um, Jordan Henderson, 661. Uh, ball recoveries almost double with 99 for um, uh, Yuri Tielemans. Uh, possessions lost, um, 121 just for Henderson. So he hasn't lost as many as Tielemans. Goals, Tielemans would say he's got three. Henderson hasn't got any. Uh, shots, uh, sorry, 
shots, excluding blocks. I think we can get that. 11 to Tielemans, 7 to um, to Henderson. Uh, shot accuracy, 20, 25% shot accuracy for Henderson. Um, 82% nearest dammit for Tielemans. Chances created, 12 for Henderson, 19 for Tielemans. Passes attempted, 5-7-6 for Henderson, 8-9-2 for Tielemans. So in that battle, as you can see there, apart from one, we have got the better midfielder. We shall see. Liverpool captain against Leicester captain. Captain versus captain. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do Liverpool need to lend them some players we can afford to? And you're still going for more, apparently, in this window. So I'm sure you can. Get your score predictions in. We're going to be coming to that in a second. Um, but just going to confirm... And this is always going to put a bad end on, on the thing, but I'll leave it till the end and then we don't have to really spend too long on it. Referee will be um, Craig Pawson, assistants M. Perry and S. Ledger, and the fourth official, Mr. Madley. So let, let's uh, let's not hope for much uh, help or assistance from VAR or the referee tomorrow. Um, Yuri has to perform. He does. And you know what? I don't think that he actually... Well, nobody had a brilliant game against Newcastle, but I think he was sort of held back a little bit. He wasn't quite as attacking as he as he could be. Um, and he needs to be. He needs to be. Uh, right, let's get on to it then. The old score predictions. Um, this is what myself and my colleagues and the ex-Foxes have come up with. So Brad has gone for a Leicester win by 3-1. I undenard about this, uh, although this I did go for this in the prediction show, but I, I was thinking about changing it for this. But I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and that's because of the defence. Uh, so I have actually gone 3-2 to Leicester. Yeah, I don't think so, but I, I live in hope. I live in hope. Craig has agreed with Nate. Anthony's in. Good evening, Anthony. How are you, mate? Welcome along. Uh, Nate's gone 1-1. Anthony's gone Liverpool 3-2. Yeah, that, that, that's a possibility. Uh, Jerry Taggart has gone 3-2 to Liverpool, the same as you, Anthony. Um, Ian Marshall has gone 3-1 to Liverpool. That's an ex-Evertonian an ex for you, isn't it? Ian Wilson, 2-0. Steve Linex has gone 1-1. To uh, to well draw and uh, Steve Walsh has gone two one to Liverpool. Yeah, it's not looking good, is it? It's not looking good. Uh, yeah, so Anthony went three two. Nate went one one. Uh, Marcus went two one to Leicester. Get in there, Marcus. And uh, David's gone two one Liverpool win. Hate to say it, but head over heart. Yeah, I've gone for my heart on this one and crossing fingers and what have you. Uh, so those are the score predictions. None of us got any points last week. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. None of us got any points. Nobody went for the Newcastle win. Uh, and certainly, well, Brad went for 3-0, but it was to Leicester. Uh, so uh, he got it. We weren't allowing him a point. It was the wrong way around. That, guys, is the show. That is the pre-match stat show. Or we're going to shorten it down to the stat show. Um, let me know if it's what you want. 
do you want to do you want this to every sort of game and we can go through and do these comparisons uh probably won't be as long as this in future probably about 30 minutes obviously a lot of them isn't going to change dramatically but uh but let me know what your thoughts are um you can add them in the in the description below if the, if it's over uh do add it let me know because like i say there's no point in me doing the shows you know if you don't like it um there's quite a few been in i think it's 15 at the moment so thank you very much indeed but let me know if you'd like me to do these shows on a regular basis and um i can i can do that i can do that no problem at all it will probably be again normally because we normally do do the preview on thursdays um nate enjoyed it yeah we'll go we'll go off at times and talk about different things as it comes up in the chat you know r.i.p pally as we did at the start etc so um thank you nate that means a lot um so let's say add it in the chat or add it in the comments on youtube if you're watching on catch up and um you you still enjoy it let me know let me know what you think i'm going to be back at nine o'clock um and we will be um back with this coming up next on leicester till i die tv Yep, indeed. Coming up next, nine o'clock, is a joint show with Doug and the Dugout Football Channel. Liverpool fan, you all know him, um, uh, whatever you think. Anthony enjoyed it as well. Cheers, buddy. Thank you very much. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe do a few and see how it goes and see you know what, what the figures are like. So I'll be back at nine o'clock. Then we will be back tomorrow at half seven for a watch-along. Uh, of the Leicester Liverpool game, I might be behind the sofa, so you might not see much of me. But <laughs> we never know. We never know. All the information, pre-match stats, during the match, and post-match stats are all available where it says there: www.leicestertoliedie.com forward slash match, and that gives you all the information on our latest match. Like I say, all the stats for against, etc., etc., etc. We are two days off the new year. Get your resolutions in. Any Manchester United fans, now's the time to make your resolutions. Uh, Anthony, you can make a new year resolution to start supporting Spurs. Um, sorry, Chris, I thought you meant the pants I got for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> You have the time, I think it's a good idea to split shows so you don't have to cram so much into one show. Well, that, that was my thought. That was my thought. And by doing this show, when we actually do the, the show later, it does give us a chance to more to have a talk uh, as well. Just realised I have no idea where my phone is. Anyway, it's in the house somewhere. So that's thing. I'll be back at nine o'clock. Don't touch that dial. We'll see you back then. Thanks very much to everybody that was in the chat. If you have been new, please do subscribe. And if you are subscribed, like I always say, smash that like button. Thanks very much. I'll see you in 65 minutes. Good night for now. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it is sports social podcast network the Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year we understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone there's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.